Hi, I'm Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be talking lovers out of liking you. Well, I've got an email here. This one is from a woman today. And what I liked about it is this particular woman ha realizes that she kind of has a pattern out of talking, talking guys out of liking her because she tends to pursue a little too much. She tends to smother guys. She tends to focus too much on a relationship and therefore the guys she's interacting with feel like they're losing their freedom. Plus on top of that, she's getting involved and hung up on guys that she really shouldn't be dating in the first place. And she's a beautiful and great shaped girl. She was nice enough to include a selfie of herself at the beach in a bikini. So she's got a lot going for her. But like I said, if whether you're a man or a woman, if you've got limiting beliefs running around in your head, you're going to subconsciously and unconsciously sabotage your own success without even realizing it. So let's see what we can do to help her get squared away AJ. So I got a quote that I wrote and I'm gonna go through her email. And the quote says, love is freedom. Self-love is loving your time alone, your life, your friends, your family, your life's work, and your lifestyle without needing the approval or presence of others to complete you. Like they say, oh, I, you complete me in all the sappy movies. People who feel like they don't measure up will often try to compensate by forcing themselves into the lives of others. Human beings naturally flee from those who make them feel like they are losing their freedom. When you know and believe that you are awesome and worthy, you will give others the space and time to mutually choose you also. Without remorse, you will let go of those who do not treat you right or who don't reciprocate interest. By giving others the freedom to choose you or someone else, you create the perfect conditions for the right person to show up and willingly stay in your life. So let's go through her email. Hey coach, I'm a successful woman, 30 years old. I like sports, full of friends, and I love my life but I've always struggled to get into relationships. So more videos about how a woman should handle herself would be really appreciated. Well, you should definitely read my book. Even though I wrote it for guys, you can understand from the woman's perspective how guys show up, how men turn women on, and they turn them off because you're doing a lot of the same things that these guys in the book are doing. It will help you balance out your essence. In other words, because women can over-pursue as well. And you have to be able to notice when the person, whether you're a man or a woman, on the other side, you've, you're spending too much time or you become too emotionally invested and they're not reciprocating it. Remember, scarcity creates value. If you spend a whole weekend together and the other person by the end of the weekend is kind of like, eh, just give them some space. Give them some time. Let them reach out. Let them miss you a little bit then they'll start to appreciate you a little bit more. Because all of us, men and women both, when we get too much of something, we get tired of it. We start to not value it because it's easy. But when we have space and time to be who we are, we start to go, well, what happened to that person? Where'd they go? They don't care anymore? I started following your work after I over-pursued this guy that I liked and totally turned him off. After that, I started applying the things you teach and my dating life has really improved. Good for you. You go, girl. But I would love to hear from you how a woman should handle herself and what are the things that can turn off men. 
Well, again, a good place to start would be to read the book and not try to cherry pick information from the videos. And you can read my book for free by going to my website, subscribing to the newsletter, and then you'll get a link in your email, click on that, and it'll take you right to the members area and you can read it for free. And then you can buy a Kindle or a paperback version or the iTunes or the iBook version or the Audible version. If you subscribe to an Audible trial membership, you can even get my audiobook for free. I mean, you got nothing to lose. No risk on your part. Hello? So here's my most recent story. I started dating this guy from my CrossFit gym. I let him do all the pursuing and calling, and soon enough, he was really into me. Well, as I teach in my book, it's the man's job to start the courtship, to start pursuing in the beginning. But as he start, that's why I teach only reach out once a week and make one date per week. Because as a woman's emotions and feelings of attraction become engaged and start to grow, then she's going to want to reach out or to text more. And the guy should use that as an opportunity just to set the next date. Because feminine energy is about bonding, connecting, opening up to receive love. But you got one of the things that us guys is we got to feel like we're free. And anytime we feel like we're losing our freedom, we're going to fucking haul ass. So it's something, if you're a woman, you got to be cognizant of that. Just notice his body language, his physiology. Is the, is the enthusiasm not where it was a few hours or a few days ago? And if it is, just wait a few more days until you reach out again. And if it's still not there, give a little bit more time and see what happens. He would come see me every day after work and we would hang out. He would accompany me to the doctor and even bring me a jacket to the gym so I would not be cold. We would work out together and spend the night or go to dinner for a beer every day. It sounds like you're spending a lot of time together and that's okay. But if one or both the people is a little out of whack, a little out of balance, they're trying a little bit too hard, they might all of a sudden go cold. And you'll see here in a minute, this guy's got some things that should be some major red flags that she's just kind of glossed over because she's starting to project her fantasy of what she wants onto this guy and kind of ignoring the reality of the way he is. At first, I tried to slow things down, but things were going really well, and I ended up getting caught up in the moment, and in a matter of weeks, we decided to be boyfriend and girlfriend. It's okay. So far, so good. Things were flowing naturally, and everything was ridiculously fun, easy, and we were having a blast. We even joked about marriage sometimes and being together. I kept things fun and playful at times, at all times, and he would love that. Everything seemed light, and very soon he started meeting some of my friends and family. This happened in a matter of weeks, and I knew it was too soon, but he was confident that he wanted to be together. So you kind of knew it was a little soon to be throwing all that at him, but you did it anyway. After one night, we had gone out so he would meet my brother, and he simply just got in a weird mood and asked to go home and sleep alone. Well, I did a video a few weeks ago called Time Alone in Your Man Cave. And sometimes us guys, were just like that. We need to go fuck around and tinker in the garage or our shed out in the back or our favorite watering hole. We gotta go sit and contemplate the mysteries of life. We're not like women where we wanna sit down and, and talk things out and have five different conversations about five different subjects all at the same time. We like to be alone with our problems and we work out a solution in our head and then once we figure out what that solution is, we figure it out. So a good, a good phrase for you to memorize or to say 
is when he feels like he wants to go home, say, do you need time alone in your man cave? And if he says yes, then say, great. Well, give me a call when you want to see me again or you want to talk. Take all the time you need and just let it be. I felt maybe he needed space, so I made no big deal. That was smart. From that day on, everything went downhill. He told me he was scared and not sure of what he wanted. Boy, that sounds really masculine, doesn't it? He was really scared and not sure what he wanted. A guy who comes from a healthy family, is a good mom, dad, that loved him, has a healthy self-esteem, I'm not gonna say things like that. That should be like a, whoa. He's scared and not sure of what he wants? That sounds really manly. Sounds like a little girl, to be honest with you. A little insecure girl. He said he was not ready for a relationship, even though you were boyfriend and girlfriend at this point. And also that he had a lot of things to figure out in order to be in a healthy relationship. So right there, he says, hey, honey, sorry, I'm a turd and a punch bowl, and I'm kind of fucked up, and I can't have a healthy relationship. Maya Angelou said, when somebody tells you who they are, believe them. So he just told you basically that he was a Fruit Loop. You can't gloss over that. It's not your fault that he's that way. He was this way before he met you. They also felt that he could not give me what I wanted. I didn't push anything and that he had a lot of issues in his mind to solve. Again, more, hey, I'm fucked up. I'm screwed up. It's not your fault. He was, again, he was like this before he ever met you. I was in shock and this was literally the day after he met my family. So obviously things are moving pretty quick. But again, if he was playing with a full deck, this wouldn't be happening. He might need a little space, but he's not going to tell you that. What did he say? He said he was not ready for a relationship. He had a lot of things to figure out. He was too scared and not sure of what he wanted. Major red flag, honey. Major, major, major red flag. So, two things. Yeah, you maybe over-pursued a little bit, but things were going along pretty well. They were going fast, but this guy throws up some red... This is why you date. It's kind of like test driving a car. And then, so what happened was you're test driving the car and the fucking wheels just fell off, basically. You don't go, oh yeah, we'll just screw those back on. It'll be great. No problem. I'll take it. You say, you know what? This car is a fucking lemon and I want to return it and get a, I'm gonna, I want a new model. I'm gonna go to a different dealership and buy a different model. That should be your attitude. Because for the most part, it sounds like you handled yourself pretty well, even though things moved a little quickly, but that's okay. You got two healthy people that are in the same place, it's okay to move quick when it's mutual. But if the other person slows down, you slow down. Kind of match and mirror their actions. Match and mirror their investment in it. And then you won't cause them to feel like they're losing their freedom by interacting with you. Remember, you must love in such a way that the person you love feels free. At first, I reacted being kind of mad and I stopped all communication with him and also, so did he. He shut down and the few times we spoke, it was awkward and he was evasive. So it sounds like instead of giving him his space like you should have done, you didn't back off and you're like, what's going on? Where are we? 
I mean, the guy just told you he was a Fruit Loop, basically, and he was fucked up. So that, as a woman, you should be going, wow, that's really not exciting and compelling to me. He's not the guy. I, and, and again, you drove, you drove the damn car off the parking lot or the dealer's lot, and fucking wheels came off the wagon. It's like, you got a bad one. you got to return that and get something else. Not your fault. It's just the way it is. It happens. After a week, I felt I had communicated poorly with him, so I reached out to him, you're still pursuing, and told him there was no problem to slow things down, and regardless, I wanted to work things out with him, and I would respect any decision he would make. He said he was confused. Now he totally sounds like a woman. He didn't know what he wanted, and he needed time and space. And of course, I replied, okay, no problem, and I let him know I was open to hearing from him, and we haven't been in touch since. Well, at this point, you employ what I teach at Seven Principles Get an Expert. You just let it go. He just said, hey, I'm fucked up. I can't be with you. I have problems. I get issues. It's, your, it's not your job to be his therapist or to fix him. And a lot of women, they come across guys like this. He's like, he's the per he'd be just the perfect guy. We just fix those little few things. It's not worth your time. Not at all. Just some insight. He's my age, and he hadn't been in a relationship in eight years. He'd only been with two women before me and only once with one of those two. So, more red flags there. Something, the elevator don't go all the way up to the top floor. The lights are on, but nobody's home. He told me this when we started hanging out because he had been in a religious family and also studied to be a preacher for three years. Sometimes religion, strict religion, can be really toxic. It's not your fault he's this way. This is, what, this is what his family life did to him. He's 30, but I kind of saw this as a red flag. Ah, see, you were wise. You noticed it, but you're like, ah. I know that sign said bridge is out ahead, but fuck, just, ah, just put my foot, keep your foot down on the hammer and just keep going. It'll probably be there by the time, you know, the bridge will be fixed by the time I get there. And as you're going over the cliff like Thelma and Louise, oh, guess I should have read, listened to that sign. I just don't understand how he, being a man, have not tried to have sex with more women or how he could, he was almost going to be a preacher or a priest, possibly, and they take a vow of celibacy and they don't date or have relationships at all. Unless he's a different kind of minister, but there's a lot of red flags here. There's a bumpy-ass road, the wheels fell off the car, and you're going, I think I can fix it. I think I can fix it. It's not your job. You want a happy, whole, complete person who's got their shit together. And he just said, hey, I'm all over the ice. You can't have an effortless relationship with somebody like this. they got to go figure their shit out. He did you a favor. I mean, you're beautiful. you got a rocking body. It's like, come on, move on to the next. It's not like you're going to have a hard time meeting other dudes. Don't take yourself out of the game for this guy because he ain't worth it. I don't understand how he, being a man, have not tried to have sex with more women or how he could deal with being without sex so many years even after his religion had ended. When we have had sex, we had a lot of problems since he would have a lot of trouble to perform and would tell me this had to do with this religious background. 
Do you really want to be in a relationship with a guy who's lousy lay? It happens. Some people, they're not comfortable with their bodies, or they got religious beliefs, and they suck in bed. Move on, trust me. And subconsciously feeling guilty for preconceived ideas, and of course family issues not solved with his parents. I was willing to work through it because I really thought he was worth it. Nah, not worth it. You're too good for him. I mean, come on. You're ready. You learned what you were doing to turn guys off. And you, again, you just you drove a model off the lot and the wheels came off and you thought, I can fix it. If I can just fix that little thing, it'll be okay. It's like, this dude's got a whole truckload of problems. I guess he has many issues to solve. Yep. But I was willing to walk by his side until he walked away, all of a sudden leave me in total shock. Well, you shouldn't be shocked because, quite frankly, this is predictable. I've done so many videos over the years from men and women that, that behave this way. It's just, don't take it personally. It has nothing to do with you. This guy was fucked up before he met you. And you know what? He's going to be fucked up probably for a long time unless he figures this shit out. Of course, I'm going to back away completely and not pursue anything and will follow the principles of seven principles get next back. You're a smart girl. If he gets in contact again, it will continue circulating. Now you're talking. Regardless, I'm mad at the situation. It's a learning experience. In other words, what's good about this? What can I learn from this? How can I use this? How can I be better the next time around? In other words, next time a guy tells you all these kinds of red flags, you should go, check please, not go. I think I can fix that. I think I can fix him. Don't fall in love with the dude's potential. Find a guy who's got his shit together, who's ready, willing, able, and open. I feel like he just kicked us to the trash. He would have done that no matter who it was eventually. And it's that's it's all about him. Don't it's not your fault. It's, he's not it's not your fault he's like this. He was not willing to speak to me on the phone when I contacted him because he's a pussy. He's a poussoir. He's a flop cock beta male, and he's a terrible lay. Where's, I don't see how this adds value to your life by having this guy in your life. You want a teammate and a partner, not a fucking child. You don't want a man baby you got to take care of. He said he couldn't handle it now and was only willing to talk by text. Well, that's real masculine of him. I'm confused of how a person can be open, communicative, fun, and very joyful, and all of a sudden shut down and leave because he's fucked up. Why should I let someone in again that does this to me? You shouldn't. Next time those red flags pop up, you go, ha-ha, I had somebody like you once. Not again. I learned my lesson the first time around. The idea is to learn from life brings you these situations so you can grow and become stronger. Because you need to become stronger for the next dude that comes along. I'm still very much into him, but very disappointed in this situation. It's not worth it. It's fucked up. Not your fault. In order to maintain no contact, do you think I should work out in another gym? Absolutely not. Go flirt with other guys at the gym. Who cares? If you see him, go, hey, and then just go talk to some other dude or talk to your one of girlfriends. It's not your fucking problem. Or if I see him at the gym, it might be better to act natural. Of course. As if nothing ever happened. Because you should have made up your mind by now that you're going to kick him to the curb permanently. I always act playfully with everyone and don't ever stop doing that. It's beautiful. Guys, us guys, we love women that are like that. Have a good attitude, good sense of humor, shit doesn't get under your skin. Don't stop being that way, trust me. 
I don't know if I should walk away and leave all my friends at the gym. Absolutely not. Why should you modify your life because he's a bitch? Because he's a man child. I mean, come on. That in order to that I love, in order that he never that I never come across him or continue with my life working out and hanging out with the same friends from my gym, even though they connect me to him. The best thing you can do is talk to the other male possibilities in the gym. Forget about him. He's fucked up. And eventually, when he sees you strolling in there with some new dude, he'll be like, damn. Here's a pic of me. Feel free to share on YouTube. Well, I'm going to keep your picture in confidence. But don't mention my name. I won't. Thanks for all the info. You are definitely right. <laughs> I know. I might not always be right, but I'm never wrong. So if you'd like to get my help personally, the quickest way is to go to my website, click the products tab at the top of your screen, and book whichever coaching option works for you. And I will talk to you soon.